Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. Hello everyone and welcome to Luke's English Podcast. This episode is called Friday Night Banter, aka the drunk episode, and I'm going to explain that in a moment. First of all, I'd like to just start by saying thank you very much for all your messages and emails, um, all the contact that I get from you through various sources like Facebook, by leaving comments on the website. Um, there, there are so many ways in which you can kind of get in touch with me. Uh, WordPress, uh, Podomatic, Facebook, Twitter, email. I get loads and loads of messages from lots of different sources. Uh, and it's great to hear from you. I really appreciate it. So I love hearing how useful you find the podcast to be. That's really great. Um, I'm sorry that I can't um, reply to everybody. Um, some people I, you know, I just can't reply to. I don't have time. Um, so... You know, I do apologise for, for not getting back in touch with you. It's very rude of me, I know, but, um, you know, it's just the way it is, I'm afraid. Um, so, yeah, great to hear from you, basically. Now, second thing is that, um, as you know, I'm moving to France um, later in, in September, in the sort of um, second half of September, I'll, I'll be actually making the move. Um, so... I'm kind of taking my life to pieces, I'm moving out, um, which means that um, I will be switching off my internet connection here in the flat um, at some point soon. And of course, when I do that, I won't be able to upload podcasts for a little while, uh, but, I, but apparently they have the internet in France, um, and uh, of course I'll, I'll get an internet connection where, where I'm going to live. So I will be able to continue to uh, upload episodes of Luke's English Podcast, and I certainly intend to. Um, but there might, might be, you know, again, another pause before um, you hear from me again. I've got, um, I've, got a, I've got this episode and I've got another episode um, sort of in the pipeline. Um, but after that, there, there might be another period of silence for a while as I move out and switch off my internet and then eventually move back into uh, a house in France and uh, carry on uh, from there. Um, so just bear with me for a while um, as I kind of um, get through this, uh, this kind of move uh, and uh, we'll be able to get back into a good rhythm with uh, more podcasts and more stuff like that in the future. Um, Let's see. So this episode is called Friday Night Banter. Um, banter is basically kind of... Um, what do we mean by banter? Well, banter is like sort of humorous, friendly, perhaps meaningless chat or conversation that you have with your friends. You know, when you're just hanging out with your friends and you kind of... You're just talking but not really saying anything in particular. You're just sort of having fun, making jokes, um, messing around. Uh, that kind of conversation is called banter. Um, 
So in this, uh, in this episode, you're going to hear me bantering with some of my friends. Now, it's also known as the drunk episode. Um, that's because, well, in the last uh, episode, which, which is called um, In Bed with Luke, um, I told you that I'd recently recorded uh, a kind of conversation that I'd had with some of my friends. I invited a few friends over to my flat on a Friday evening and of course what's normal on a Friday evening is that you have a few drinks. Well while we were having some drinks I decided that I'd record a podcast with my friends and they were all really up for it so we decided to do it but of course we were having some, we were drinking a little bit uh, while doing that and uh, as a result you can hear that we're getting slightly drunk during the episode. Now it's nothing like really serious or anything, we're not like completely paralytic, we're not totally smashed not completely wasted or anything, but nevertheless you can hear us um, slurring our words slightly. And if you know what that means, to slur your words means to kind of, you know when you sort of don't pronounce things properly, maybe because you're a little bit drunk, so uh, sort of, you know, sort of slur, slur your words a little bit like that, so without pronouncing them properly you kind of uh, slur your words. Um, so you'll hear us slurring our words a little bit. Um, uh, and um, at first I was concerned, I thought, my listeners are going to find it inappropriate to listen to my friends and, and me uh, talking when we're a little bit drunk. They're, gonna, they're, they're not going to want to listen to that. I wasn't sure though, so I decided I'd, I'd ask you, um, did, did you want to hear that particular recording? And the overwhelming response from everybody was yes. Um, so I've decided to upload it um, this time in this episode. So that's what you're going to hear. Um, so, yeah, there you go. So you will hear us talking about various nonsense. Now, the conversation is really, as I said, just kind of banter. Now, as you know, my friends and I, we're all, well, some of my friends uh, who you've heard before on previous episodes, uh, that's Paul and Alex and Moz. Uh, those are the friends of mine who I perform comedy with sometimes. We did a comedy course uh, sort of a few years ago uh, in which um, we kind of learned various techniques on how to come up with comedy material and things like that. Now part of the, uh, part of what we did was we went to a workshop um, on Saturdays and we played lots of kind of creative games and so I thought that in this episode we would play some of those creative games. Um, they're just for fun really, they're just meant to uh, help uh, performers to kind of open their minds and come up with um, um, sort of comedy material um, and also they're quite fun games to play so you'll hear us playing those games but we um, we were having a, a few drinks while we were doing it um, particularly well to, particularly Paul and Moz for some reason um, they were partying slightly harder than Alex and me um, the alcohol of choice on this particular Friday evening was a special brew which is um, a kind of very strong beer now Moz special brew and to be honest people don't normally drink special brew it's the sort of it's like extra strong alcohol it's like eight or nine percent which is really quite strong for beer normally beer in the UK is like four four or five percent or something like that special brew is the kind of drink that um, you know like homeless people would drink right uh, you find that homeless sort of alcoholics drink special brew, but for some, but 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 saying that some people do appreciate stronger uh, beer, 
Uh, and uh, in this case, Moz is one of those people. He's, he, so he bought some special brew, and we were drinking special brew, Cronenberg 1664, which, as you know, I think it's a French beer, um, premium lager, 5% proof. Uh, quite a nice beer when it's chilled in the fridge. Um, and some cocktails, uh, White Russians. Um, I don't know if you know what a, right, a White Russian is. Well, basically, a White Russian is a mixture of uh, vodka, um, hence the kind of Russian aspects of that, uh, vodka, Kahlua, which is, I think, a sort of... Um, hold on, I've still got the bottle here in the kitchen, so I'm going to tell you what Kahlua is exactly. Um, <clears throat> so let's have a quick look at what Kahlua is. I'm going to read the label on the back. Kahlua. Originating deep in the Yucatan region, Kahlua's story has grown alongside ripening coffee beans high in the mountains of uh, Veracruz, Mexico. With a flavour as rich and distinct as the region, Kahlua invites you to discover the stimulating taste of a mystical region and vibrant culture. So Kahlua is basically a kind of coffee liqueur. And let's see, there's, it's 20%. Um, 20% by volume. Um, so, white Russians, a combination of vodka and Kahlua and milk. Mix that up, you've got quite a nice, um, quite a lovely tasting cocktail. And so Paul and um, Moz were also drinking white Russians. Um, they, they like to drink white Russians, mainly because of a film which we all enjoy very much. It's a movie called The Big Lebowski, which is a kind of um, a sort of a cult movie um, starring Jeff Bridges. And in that movie, his character, who's called Jeffrey Lebowski, drinks white Russians. And so because, you know, that's a really cool movie, um, Paul and Moz have decided that white Russians are their favourite cocktails. Um, thing is, though, I think on this particular occasion, they were drinking pretty strong white Russians. The mix should probably be um, probably a unit of uh, vodka, a, a dash or two of Kahlua, and the rest of it milk. Maybe, I don't know, some kind of sweetening ingredient too, possibly, but I think that the Kahlua is quite sweet. Um, mix it up together, that's your white Russian. But I tasted Moz's white Russian, and let me tell you, it was more like a dash of milk, a, a unit of uh, Kahlua, and the rest of it was vodka. It was incredibly strong. Um, maybe it was the special brew that he'd been drinking meant that uh, he, he just sort of added a little bit more vodka than he should have done. Uh, but nevertheless, they were drinking extra strong white Russians. And um, they didn't start drinking those until the middle of the episode. You'll hear, around the middle of the episode, you'll hear um, when I'm talking to Alex about cans. Um, that's all going to make sense when you listen to it. I'm having a conversation with Paul about cans. And then Paul and Moz go into the kitchen to prepare their white Russians. And then it's really from that point on that you can hear Moz in particular. He's getting a little bit more drunk and he's slurring his words. And we're all getting a bit more relaxed and so on. Um, but it's nothing shocking, nothing particularly shocking in my opinion. Just that everyone's having a nice time, relaxing, having a few drinks. And you'll hear us getting a bit merry, a little bit tipsy, um, and you'll hear us slurring our words. But um, that's enough now, I think, from this, ep uh, from this not this episode, from this introduction. That's enough uh, from this introduction. I'm just going to let you listen to uh, the drunk episode, a.k.a. Friday Night Banter. So here it is. I hope you enjoy it. Mm -hmm. 
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if, the, if it is the evening where you are. This is how I always start episodes. I start by saying good evening, and then I realise, hey, could be the afternoon, could be the morning, wherever. <laughs> you know. Man. So, um, hello. Hello. Um, welcome Man. to Luke's English Podcast. And you might hear some sort of slightly mad noises going on around me. Um, <laughs> laughter, sound effects, uh. all kinds of weird noises going on. <laughs> okay, and wh what's actually, what's happened is, um, is that maybe it was a mistake, but I, I invited uh, Moz and Alex hey. and, and, and Paul to oh. my flat. Hello. Now, you, know, you remember them from recent episodes at the Brighton Comedy Festival. Um, and uh, so I thought, hey, I'll invite them round. Hey. You know, they probably need a, a, a meal. <laughs> <laughs> we had a meal. We had a lunch. To, be, to be honest, I haven't actually fed them. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, so I thought they probably need some food. They might need a night off. So, um, <laughs> so I invited them over. Can you guys, like, just uh, shut the hell up? <laughs> See, there, it's a Friday evening and we're all having a good time. But during, while recording this podcast, no fun. <laughs> okay, you're, you're not allowed to enjoy yourselves during the podcast. Luke, we're not enjoying ourselves. <laughs> you're, what? Bye. Okay, what I'm trying to say is, just shut the hell up, Moz. <laughs> but I'm God. I'm a legend. Oh, God. Oh, God. Here we go again. All right, okay, okay. Luke, go. what is that that you're tapping together? It's a jar. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is in the jar? It's a jam jar. It's an empty it's jar. jar. It's just an empty jar. Oh. So <laughs> what I don't want in this episode is for it to sound like just a big series of private jokes, you know. Um, so well, basically welcome into my flat on a Friday night with, uh, with my stupid idiot friends, <laughs> particularly Moz. Now... Moz is now doing something that you can't see, listeners. See, because this is audio, visual humour doesn't work. Do you understand? So that was behave, humor. That, that was a need. behave yourself, boyo. Moz, <clears throat> this is a waste of time. Right, what we're going to do... <laughs> hello, Earth to Moz. Come in, Moz. Uh, hello, my my fledglings. How are we? <laughs> oh, God. This is a huge waste of time. No, this is going to have to be edited, I mm. think. But, um, so what I thought we would do is uh, just mess around by playing a few stupid kind of comedy games. <laughs> they might be funny. They might just be, in, you know, just Jane talking. Perry. Just Where general talking. Where did they talking. come from, Luke? These came from the f uh, workshop that we used to do a few years ago when we first started doing this crazy comedy caper uh, <laughs> that we've been involved in. <laughs> um, so it, in that workshop, we basically, basically, and basically messed around with lots of different sort of uh, creative games, didn't we? Yes. Um, and uh, to be honest, I didn't really know what was happening while we were doing it. But I trusted our, our workshop leader, uh, who was um, called uh, Logan Murray. Dad. Or otherwise Daddy <laughs> Logan, as some people called him. And um, I, I trusted him, and then I realised that it was the key to creative comedy 
genius, I suppose. So I thought we would play some of those games mm -hmm. in this I episode think. today. Okay. Now the first one I'd like to play is the yes/no game. Now for for learners of English, people out there who are listening to this, who you know don't have a complete grasp on the language. This actually might be really easy for you to understand because the rules of the game are that you have to basically have a conversation with someone and the only words that you can use are, that's right, yes or no. I hope that's clear. So let's see, let's begin, shall we? I think we're, we're going to have... Um, Mars? I, I, I was just going to say that the, the whole point of it is about intonation. Mm -hmm. The fact that in English language, if you were to say yeah, yes to someone, it means very... It doesn't just mean yes, it can mean no at the same time. <laughs> Wait a minute, don't confuse the listeners. So you're saying that yes can also mean no? How the hell is, how is that possible? Well, well, well if, if, if we go through the game, then that could mean a lot more. So uh, afterwards, maybe we'll break it down. Break it down. Break it down. Break it down like this. Okay. <laughs> I think we should try playing the yes or no game so that the listeners can understand what we're yes. talking about. This is where you have a conversation you using just the words yes or no, and the intonation and the way in which you say those words can affect the way the sentence and the conversation comes across. Yes. Okay, That's Luke. that was Luke Johnson speaking there. Okay, so who are we going to do? I think Paul and Alex, perhaps. You can start by playing the yes or no game. So, ladies and gentlemen, the yes or no game, which will start in three seconds. Three, two, one, go. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. No. Yes. No. No. Yes. Yes. No. 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 Yes. Mm. Okay, good. <laughs> now, if... Uh, shh, just, just calm down, gentlemen. Take it easy. Just relax. <laughs> breathe. Don't forget to breathe, okay? Um, that probably made absolutely no sense at all, and, yes. and, 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 and that's fine. Now, no. Moz, let's, let's, play, let's play the game. Hey, let's play the yes or no game between, between us, okay? So, are you ready, ready Moz? Yeah. Ready, Moz? Okay. And we're about to start the game in three, two, one, go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. <laughs> no. 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 Yes, yes, yes. No, 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 yes, 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 no, yeah, 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 y
Okay, that's the yes or no game. Is that, is, think that's useful? No. To you? <laughs> no? Yeah, yeah. Intonation. It's about intonation though, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Yes? It's about learn, learn the difference between yes and yes. Obviously, and yes. Obviously, to, yes. To, the, to those people listening to this who need to learn English for like really practical reasons, maybe in a meeting or a negotiation in a business context, yeah. you shouldn't do the yes or no game. You shouldn't go into a meeting and go, so, um, hello, uh, thanks for coming to the meeting. Today we're going to discuss the spending plan for the next <laughs> six months. So, um, Paul, I think uh, we'd like to start with you. <laughs> no. No? Oh. <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> yes. I just want to say for the listeners, no always means no. Okay. So remember that it's just a game. It's not something you should actually use in the context of a business meeting. Always remember that, okay? Okay, I think we're going to move on to the next game. And this is my favourite my favourite game, right. which is also a song by the Cardigans. Don't need to sing it. Don't need to sing it now. We're comedians. We're not singers. Um, it, now, uh, this is the, my favourite game that we played um, in the comedy workshop, and that was the press conference game. Right now, um, the aim of this game is to try. You have to imagine, right, that you're a, you're a, um, you're a politician. The aim of this game is that you're a politician. You're a politician, and you're the minister for a specific ministry in the government, okay? Now, we will decide exactly which ministry it is, but usually it's some kind of ridiculously specific ministry. For example, the ministry, the ministry for cardigans, the ministry for windows, you know, the ministry for... Uh, Sausages! The Ministry for Sausages, exactly. Now, um, okay, so you're the Minister for Sausages, for example, yeah. Moz, and what happens is you're going to come in front of the press, the journalists of, of the country, and we're going to question you about your yeah. role as the Ministry of Sausages. Now, the main idea here is for Moz to act like a serious uh, politician, talking about a very serious subject, but he's talking about completely ridiculous things, okay? So, uh, I think I'm going to introduce you now. So, um, Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for coming to this press conference today. Um, and first of all, I'd like to just um, introduce um, Moz here, who is the um, Minister for Sausages. Um, we, we've, we're running pretty tight schedule today, so um, we're going to give you... Well, we've got um, a short period of time for you to ask your questions. So um, thank you again for coming, and the, the floor is now open uh, for questions uh, to Moz. Uh, the Minister for Sausages. Yes. Um, do you like big sausages or small sausages? Uh, well, um, obviously, being in Europe, uh, size is of a real difference. So you need to either have small or big sausages. Uh, in Britain, we kind of... Um, we we quite kind of like in between sausages. So uh, yeah, no, in between sausages is great for us. Thank you. Next question. Um, yes, um, basically the uh, argument between the uh, sausage made from the pig uh -huh. and the sausage made from the cow. Um, obviously, uh, there's been a lot of arguments about what's happening with the um, the uh, the pig situation. But where is the beef? Where's the beef? Uh, where is the beef? That's a big question. Um, we actually find that the, the best sausages come from, actually, goats. I'm sorry to say those words. Goats are 
different, and they then they make better beef. Thank you very much. Next question, Alex Love. Yes, um, <laughs> just how a politician would do. On, on average, uh, Moz, the minister, how many sausages do you have in your mouth a day? <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> 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 many. I, I, obviously, I went from uh, Oxford to uh, Cambridge to uh, various uh, schools, and I'm quite posh, and uh, I have many... So, sorry, sorry, how many sausages, please? <laughs> how many sausages do you have in your mouth every day? <laughs> uh, hurry up with the, with the answer. Five! Five, okay. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to, you know, ask additionally how, how many... You know, how many have you had today in your mouth? Six. Okay, um, I, I would like to pose a question, actually, um, which is that um, the question of whether to spike the sausage uh, before frying the sausage is one I think that we pose ourselves on a daily basis. What are you going to do? What, what are you going to do, Moz, the Minister for Sausages, about this issue of to spike the sausage before you cook it or not to spike it? What are you going to do about that? As the Minister for Sausages, I have to say that the first thing I'm going to do is make sure that all sausages are pre-spiked. That's a very clever thing that we're going to do, is that we're going to have lots of people out there pre-spiking sausages. Now, no one actually does that, but sausages are... Uh, I don't know whether in your country you have sausages that are pre-spiked, but in Britain, all sausages are pre-spiked. And that's a very important thing to have in the world, pre-spiked sausages. Lou Thompson, thank you very much. Um, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I, th I do think we have time for just one more oh, question, great. Moz, if that's all right I by you. Um, so we're just going to go back to Alex Love, who, well, is, to be honest, has asked pretty much all the questions. Well, he's <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, uh, um, Mr. Alex Love. Yeah, just got another question about the sausages on average a day. Um, you said you had an average of five a day. I just want to know out of that, how many are from dead animals and how many are actually on something that's alive? <laughs> what the? Go on, go on. Well, I have to, I have to say that um, as a vegetarian, I have corn. Okay, thank you very much, um, Moz, the Minister for Sausages there. Okay, you know what? You know what? I, I'm gonna, I want to try this because it's my favourite game. I, I want to do this. I want to be the politician now. But what shall I be the, what shall I be the minister for? You can be the minister Jenny. for cans. Cans. The cans. For cans. All right. Not cans in south of France, no. but cans, as in Luke, explain. Can tin cans. Tin cans. These are metal containers which you use to store food in a convenient way. Right? N not an expensive. Uh, you you buy them in these uh, forms of conveyance, such as baked beans, tuna, <laughs> or peas. Carrots. <laughs> oh, peas. Pineapple. Peas. Carrots. Gem oh, Gemini. No. I love peas. Easy now. Easy now. Easy now. Okay. So, welcome to the press conference, ladies and gentlemen. We've got uh, Luke Johnson here, <laughs> the uh, the minister for cans. Uh, we've got some journalists here, going to ask some pretty amazing questions. So, uh, out of the two journalists who are here, um, who who first wants to ask the question about uh, about cans? <laughs> Luke Johnson, what's your favourite can? Well, I'd like to start by just saying thank you very much for the opportunity uh, for, to come here. <laughs> Um, it's been 
really uh, enlightening for me just purely just to stand here for the last uh, 30 seconds. I think that it's been a fantastic experience and one which I'm very grateful for and one which I think that uh, everyone has shared so far. So, sorry, what was the question? Uh, what's your favourite can? My favourite can is probably the one which I have in my kitchen. Um, and it's 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 made of um, aluminium or <laughs> aluminium or whatever you want to say. And um, I think that's probably the standard the standard form of can with the easy to open lid is a, is a firm favourite. And that's something that uh, I think uh, th this government will be pushing forward into the future, uh, and something that uh, everyone can, can, can get involved in and uh, can, can actually contribute. So I think for the future uh, we, can, we, we intend to see an increase in easy to open cans of beans, tuna and of course pineapples. What about sweet corn? Yes, of course, sweet corn is uh, on the agenda, very much so, uh, particularly in um, certain regions. And um, we, it, uh, obviously it's, it's yellow, we're aware of that, uh, there's not really anything we can do about that, um, it just happens to be yellow, but we're still rolling out the um, yellow sweet Okay, I, th I think we're detracting away from the real can issue here, we're, we're gone to colours of vegetables. Um, you, and you, know, you asked me a question about sweet corn. I'm, I'm going to ask. I'm going to answer the question. If you if you ask me the I'm sorry, but you asked me a question about sweet corn. You want me to talk about sweet corn, or do you want me to talk about cans? It was about the context of the sweet corn in the cans. Well, the sweet corn is definitely in the cans. It's <laughs> occasionally it's out of the cans if you open the can first, of course. Um, but I think sweet corn is is a, a peripheral side issue. What I'd like to focus on is, is, is metal in, the, in a cylindrical form <laughs> containing food. Or okay, I think, I think that has answered that question sufficiently. Next we have Paul Langton from the Unemployed Agency. Hello, hello, yes. Um, now I believe we're, we're talking about the, the subject of cans. Yes. So uh, we're talking about cans in the whole global community. Yes. So I believe in uh, the WWF, or World Wrestling Federation... So, sorry, uh, I, for legal reasons, I just want to say it's World Wrestling Entertainment. Thank you. <laughs> um, for World Wrestling Entertainment, I believe that several wrestlers have offered on global television to open a can of whoopers. Would you explain exactly what whoopers <laughs> is, please? Thank you. Um, so you, you'd like to know what exactly a can of whoopers is, and... What does it mean to open a can of whoopass on someone? Is that right? Yes. Okay. Um, well, this is something that I'm deeply involved in. Um, <laughs> something that I've been practicing and researching for most of my career, in fact. And uh, if um, asked a question in the House of Commons, I'll gladly open several cans of whoopass. Um, at will. I, I think we need to know what, if you bought a can of Whoopass, well, what was it contained? If you'd let me finish, then, you know, I would actually get to that. I, I think we're waffling, we need to get to the point. Well, I mean, you know, if you do keep interrupting me like this, I get was... Get to the point! Well, I, I am actually, I'm actually getting to the point, but you, you, you insist on interrupting me before I get there, so of course if you do that... Get to the point! 
don't. Well, if you do that, then I'm never. If you keep, if you keep interrupting me, I'm never actually going to get to what I was trying to say. Is that? Do you understand what I'm, what I'm getting at? So you're still doing it, I'm afraid. So I believe that originally you wanted to know about uh, the origin of the term uh, uh, whoop ass, and to open a. This is completely ridiculous, but uh, to open a can of whoop ass basically means imagine uh, Bruce Lee. Okay, and Jackie Chan and Chuck Norris, and you compress them down into a can, right? And what you did then is when someone challenged you, maybe they said something critical about a senior member of your family, uh, a female one, maybe your mother, your grandmother, something like that, and you got angry, what are you going to do? Well, you go into your, you, you fetch out from out of your satchel this can which contains Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris and Jackie Chan and you open that can into the face of the challenger and what happens? Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris, Jackie Chan, they come out and it's a case of and then I've literally open the can of whoop ass and your ass has been whooped thoroughly. So um, I just want to say, you know, for a human rights perspective if they, if they were in, those three people were in a can, it would have to be quite a big can, or would you be trying to compress them into a tiny, average-sized can? I would, I would compress oh, yeah. the three of them into that can. But then how would they function <laughs> properly when they came out of the can? But, I, mean, I, I, I think for, for, for normal human beings, this would be an issue. But we're talking about Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan and Chuck Norris here. They can, they can squeeze into a can for as long as you like. But would they be like sort of then the borrowers? Um, for those of you know, listeners, hello. Um, uh, the, listen, uh, the, the borrowers were like little people in a, in a book who went round taking things from people's houses, and they're probably no taller than about three inches. Is, uh, would you say that's accurate? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris are all actually borrowers. I mean, they borrowed everything they did, really. You've got all those punches. They borrowed that shit from um, Shakespeare. Yeah. Shakespeare did all did the one-inch punch before Bruce Lee. He was famous for it, or in Stratford. It's like come hither, for young the bard shall demonstrate thine one-inch punch. You know that's um, you can see it in Hamlet, the scene where Hamlet challenges his brother-in-law to a one-inch punch competition. Bruce Lee just stole it from from. Shakespeare. Okay? I think we're detracting away from the issue, really, here. Um, the issue is, if these three men were in a can, would the can have sufficient uh, capabilities for them to breathe? I mean, would it have air holes in the can? Air holes? Well, um, I don't think so. I think that, you know, they would basically hold their breath. They would, they, would, they would shrink down to a tiny size, and they would just hold their breath, basically. <laughs> so, um... We've got one more question, Paul. Uh, yes, um, during a uh, uh, Barack Obama's uh, election campaign, he uh, asked, yes, we can. Would you explain what that means? Certainly. Um, as we all know, Barack Obama um, is actually made of, of tin. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Um, and um, so what he was saying there by, yes, we can, uh, was, uh, yes, we are a can. You know, we, obviously using the, the uh, royal we, meaning him and Michelle and other members of the family, we are a can, literally and metaphorically, made of tin, which I think really sums up their foreign policy. 
Uh, we've got two more questions. But this is... I think really we're detracting away from the issue again. Um, could yes, we can be interpreted as saying urinating in a can? <laughs> yes, we. Yes, we can. Like we is like urine. A can is like a can. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yes, urine can. Yes, we can. Yeah. Good. Good. Final question. Final question. Of 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 everything. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am holding m the mic, and <laughs> I have to say, um, Luke Thompson, Johnson. wonderful, <laughs> Luke Johnson, wonderful, wonderful uh, technical whiz. But uh, what do we, as people, think of Luke Johnson as as a a man that we got to know, Alex Love? Luke Johnson is a very charming man with a, a nice voice. What do you mean, nice voice? Uh, the, the way he, he, he speaks is very dulcet. Uh, what is dulcet? Uh, dulcet means gentle, so nice. Nice. No, the way he speaks is, is nice. It's pleasant. Soft, pleasant. Ple yeah, so, soft and He's pleasant. got a soft, pleasant tone. And uh, where, where do you foresee him in the future? I see him going to Paris. Yeah. Oh, why? Because he's moving there in September. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Keep it clean. That's a private joke. Uh, so we're going to move over to Paul Langton. Paul, take a breath so we can pause. Paul Langton, who is here, and we're going to ask him what do, what do you think about uh, Luke Johnson? <laughs> I think he is the loveliest man that has ever graced the earth. And why would you say that? He smelled good. <laughs> Smell is an important thing. <laughs> this is going to be the most useless podcast I've ever, ever recorded. Thank you, Paul. Well, I think that brings us to the end of the, the most ridiculous episode. And, and you, know, you, know, you know what? I say this. Can I plug my website? Just a second. <laughs> I say this at the end of every episode. Hey, that brings us to the end of the most ridiculous episode of Luke's English Podcast. But this really, uh, we've reached a new low or high, I don't know, of Luke's English Podcast with this episode. Paul. But I will say that this particular episode has been brought to you by Cronenberg. Special brew and and white Russians. Yeah. Thank you very much. I think I've got a few white Russians who listen to this. So I'm, you know, thanks very much for listening. Thanks. Oh yes, um, Alex is going to plug his uh, his blog again. So uh, Romina, uh, Romina, if you're listening, Alex loves getting your comments. Don't stop doing that now. So Alex. I do, yeah. Hello, uh, Rom. Uh, thank you for the comments about windows and what I'd do if I was a window. Um, that's uh, much appreciated. So, um, yeah, my website is www.alexlove, that's all one word, .kdk, and I, I write there, I'm a comedian, and I write about what I do on the comedy circuit. www.alexlove.co.uk Mars has got one more point. This is the, really literally the last, the last thing. This is the last thing I'm going to allow you to more, say all evening. More. I just wanted to say that I, I'm, I used to be a comedian a long time ago. I, I, I'm a writer now, but I have a website. Yes. Which is www. 
<laughs> Wait a minute. WW. How do you spell? Get the joke. How do you spell that? Yeah. 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 Oh no! I just spelled myself. Oh my god. <laughs> Please, I need to end this episode. Do audiences know what that means? It means that you're drunk, Mars. This is lying. It means. No, it uh, means. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of Luke, oh, Luke Thompson, Luke Johnson, shut up. I'd like to say uh, thank you on behalf of myself, Mr. Paul Langton, Mr. Mr. Alex Love. Mr. Michael John J. Buchanan Dunn. Hendrix. And uh, our wonderful patron here tonight, Mr. Luke Thompson. Yay! Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, please visit teacherluke.wordpress.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar, and pronunciation teaching from me, and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.